Hello, guys, and welcome to the 67th edition of the Next One Podcast. I am Ryan Connolly, along with Tom Crocco, and oh boy, did we have a crazy free agency. NFL free agency has taken over as the best free agency over the NBA. So much more going on, at least if you're a Patriots fan, but fun. it's very fun. Tom, how are you doing before we get going on this? I'm good, and um, I just want to say something to the listeners real quick. Uh, you're, I'm, I know you know who I'm talking about, R-Truth from WWE. Yeah. So I've been super busy the last week or a couple weeks, so I'm, I was pushing off Ryan a little bit on the podcast, so I just want to do it in my R-Truth voice. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Oh, R-Truth. My bad. Wait, really? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 been on me. So anyone listening, uh, I'm, we're trying to get my my schedule down and stuff. But we, we should be good the next couple of weeks because midterms are wrapping up, so it should start dying down a little bit. Yeah, we love that, and it's perfect time to be back on the podcast because boy, did Bill Belichick, as the kids say, get in his bag because in that bag was two hundred million dollars cash for these NFL free agents. I mean, just going down the list, re-signing Trent Brown, Juno Smith, Matt Judon, Jalen Millis, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Henry Anderson, Hunter Henry, and David Godchalk. I, I, I never... Yeah, even the national guys can't pronounce his name. You know, all these free agents, are these all, like, are any of these guys superstars? Probably not, but these are all B, B-plus players really good i think the contracts are all reasonable and for the patriots so much has gone wrong for the patriots in this last year and not saying the pandemic helped the patriots but with the revenue going down cap salary going down and patriots not spending any money on anyone because the patriots roster sucked patriots were in the prime time position to get players that other teams in the normal year would try to get but couldn't afford and Bill Belichick took advantage of that, and it was really exciting. What, what we you analyze every player they got? Uh, let's analyze some of the bigger names. I'm not sure if uh, every single player we should, but well, if if you don't mind, if I step in for a second, um, sure. The worst move was Cam Newton. Uh, but you know, to Cam. To I think um, their best two, which are now the one of the highest paid players in football now are Jonu Smith, uh, the tight end from, from Tennessee. And then uh, Hunter Henry. And I feel like everybody kind of knew Hunter Henry was going to be here anyway, but the fact that they landed both was, was good for them. And I thought it was hilarious that the Colts and Frank Wright came out yesterday and said, yeah, we're looking for a good tight end on the market. Like, where were you a couple of days ago when the Patriots were signing the two top tight ends on the free agent market? And now you're going to come out yesterday and say, Oh, we're looking for a tight end. Um, the Patriots took advantage of a cap of caps or did take advantage of their cap space, but let's not lie here. All these moves were pointed towards what Brady did and winning the Super Bowl, and it pissed them off. And as a Patriots fan, you should be happy it pissed them off because so yeah. you're saying this it, it was Tom Brady that pissed off, not the fact they finished seven and nine is the main reason if Brady didn't say Brady didn't win the Super Bowl and didn't even get there say they lost in the wild card round to the to the football team or say they just missed the playoffs right 
I don't think they would have done what they did to uh, this week. I think they would have picked up like Hunter Henry and stuff, but I don't think they would have gone off like this. You know I what think I mean? They still would have. It's if the Patriots didn't suck, then they wouldn't have done this. But the Patriots sucked. I mean, you've seen, you've heard it all over the news. Everything they got two tight ends, even though the Patriots drafted two tight ends last year: Devin Asiasi and uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name from Virginia Tears. <laughs> yeah. So. I think Bill was doing this no matter what because the Patriots roster just sucked. Plain and simple. No wide receivers, tight ends, non-existent. I mean, mm-hmm. what you going to do? So I think that um, – I think overall this is going this – is, this is Cam's last, last shot. Like if he's going to go in as the starting quarterback for the Patriots, as we all assume he probably will – considering the quarterback room should be Cam and a quarterback that's drafted. Um, I mean, it, it it would be inexcusable. You know what I mean? So I do think, and I did a good job with this, by the way, I did predict that Cam Newton would stay in New England. I've been saying that since like December, right? Um, and then you look at the departures too. You didn't, yeah, it was Ryan Izzo. You didn't really lose anything crazy. Patrick Chung retired today. Um, Bo Allen, Ryan Izzo, Marquise Lee, Marcus Lee, or whoever, Adam Butler. I think we signed Marquise Lee. Uh, it said they released him. Oh. Yeah. But played. they lost Tooney um, and Marcus Cannon. So, I mean – you know, you can, you can do, you can fix that up on the line or whatever. I mean, I know they got Trent Brown. Um, and then you put the, the, um, the tender on JC Jackson. Second round tender. I'm seeing. Um, but yeah, I mean, look at this one. So then you still have Rex Burkhead, who's a free agent, Demir Bird. Uh, uh, Nick Folk, which who cares? No, no we, we just signed Nick Folk. Uh, Dante Moncrief, um, Jason McCordy, and James White. So they're still all out there. I think James White personally is going to go to Tampa Bay. Um, what everyone thinks. But overall, man, great, great free agency and Bill. As a Patriots fan, right, you would be like, Bill actually addressed the fact that their team sucked. So, yeah, I guess that's going back on my previous statement. But I think overall, like, you're going to be looking at a team that finishes, like, 10-7, and 7, uh, 11-6. and 6, And if they had a better quarterback, they'd be, like, 12 or 13 wins. But I think the quarterback still puts you down and, like, but I think you're you should fit you should make the wild card game. You should win the wild card game, and then maybe not go you know go to the Super Bowl. But this is a season where you you make you don't make the playoffs. You're screwed. You don't put two hundred million dollars down to not make the playoffs. I agree. So I do think the Patriots are a playoff contender. I mean, you went seven and nine, which is not great, but you went seven and nine with arguably the worst roster in the NFL. I mean, your best player was your punter. You had Cam Newton, who signed in July 2020. No preseason whatsoever. No way to 
get a connection. He was getting off shoulder surgery. He was not good. Well, he was okay, and then he got COVID. Then he stunk for a lot. And then he got a little better at the end. But that was against bad teams. But there's only up from here. I mean, his MVP year, his main target was Greg Olson, his tight end. So Cam Newton likes throwing to the tight ends. Dump off passes. Another year in the system. The NFC, I mean, the AFC East is going to be okay. I mean, Jets are still going to stink. Dolphins are going to be Joe, okay. Joe, Mitch Trubisky's in Buffalo. Watch out. I mean, Buffalo could be 16-0 with Mitch at the helm. We don't That's know crazy. about that. That was but, the biggest pickup of free agency. But, I mean, is it crazy to say that the Buffalo Bills regress a little? I don't think that's out of uh, realm of possibility. The Patriots definitely improved. 17-game schedule. I'm thinking 11-6 and six if we're doing the math, if I'm doing the math correctly there. Um, there's only up from here. I mean, if 7-9 and nine is the base, we have a non-playoff schedule. We have a pretty uh, easy schedule. I mean, the Saints are supposed to be one of our tougher teams, and the not going to be good this year. We're facing the NFC South, so Carolina not going to be that good. Tampa is going to be an insane game. And the Atlanta Falcons, Belichick has – Belichick and Brady, I'll obviously give Brady credit. They have single-handedly destroyed the Atlanta franchise. So your schedule is going to be easy. Cam's got another year in the system. Hopefully, I'm praying that there was something wrong with his shoulder now with this full offseason of strength and recovery, maybe – he won't throw a bunch of uh, short throws into the turf, but he's going to have guys to get open. I mean, Jonah Smith is someone is an athletic tight end that can get open. Hunter Henry can get open. I'm praying we get Nelson Aguilar of Raiders, not Philly. That's the pick. I'm like kind of half hesitant on on uh, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Kendrick. Yeah, Bourne, the drops. Yeah. The drops. I just hope we don't get a Philly version. I hope we get Oakland version. Um, Oakland, Las Vegas. Kendrick Bourne, classic Belichick guy, like a utility guy that can play a bunch of different positions from wide receiver, like the slot running back, all that kind of stuff. I like that Matt Judon signing. Gets We needed to get someone that can get pressure because Chase Winovich wasn't helping. He, he's a good outside linebacker. Yeah, so I like all the signings. He's young too. He's only like 25, 26, maybe. It's uh, 28, 34 and a half sacks 28? since being selected in the fifth round of the 16th draft. Oh, okay. But Trent he Brown. Every down. Yeah, he'll be an every down guy. And we get Trent Brown. Obviously, we lose Joe Tooney, but I think the Patriots O-line is good enough where we can shuffle some places. I mean, we've got Ted Karras back, but obviously that probably means that we're losing David Andrews to free agency. Not official yet, so you never know. But yeah, um, I this Patriots team has to be good. It stinks as a fan that if it's a Cam Newton from last year, that's gonna be our quarterback going to the year. But I do have some belief that practice in the offseason will improve him. Hopefully, there'll be fans in the stands. Patriots obviously play better with a home crowd. I'm sure most teams do. I think. Uh, we're supposed to face the Cowboys in that 17th game. It's not determined whether it's home or away, but I think we're facing the Cowboys because it's an NFC uh, team, first AFC team for that last game. Everyone's so playing. the one thing I want to disagree with you with on the Bills, they got Emmanuel Sanders. 
And I think that's a great pickup. You think he's um, uh, improvement over John Brown? Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Experience. The Bills need someone in the locker room who's been to Super Bowls, who've been in the big games. Sanders has played with Peyton Manning, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees. He's won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, been there twice. Um, he was uh, in the Super Bowl when they lost to Green Bay. I mean, he's just been around for a long time. Um, I, I, just, I, I would say it's a good move because of the experience. Because that Bills team that went to Kansas City last year had zero experience, right? They don't know what that big game atmosphere is. Um, so they, I, that's a, I think it's a great pickup for that reason alone. And it's not like he's, a, you know, a tool bag who doesn't do anything. I mean, Sanders can play. I mean, maybe he's digressed, obviously, a little. He's getting older. But, I mean, not a bad pickup talent-wise and just the, 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 the experience. I, I, they could get better. I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility that they unimproved because it is – if you watch the NFL, and we both do – we know that teams that come out of nowhere, really good record one year, just like, for example, I'll use the Ravens. The Ravens had everything going for them two years ago. MVP seemed unstoppable. Everyone thought last year that they'd be 16-0. Like people were predicting 16-0, and they kind of – I hate 16-0 predictions yes. because of that team. But yeah, your your Steelers sixteen zero. I, I think you were you were drinking that uh, juice. But I started to week eight, yes. and then week nine and ten came, and I said we're not going undefeated. But you were. A I went along with it though because I was just I just like pissing people off. But what I'm saying is that just using the Ravens as an example, that it's not out of the realm possibility that the team kind of digresses a little, just like the Ravens did last year having all the success, maybe they start to get a little complacent thinking that, like, we're just that good. We're talent, more talented than you. And they digress a little. I mean, going from a 13-win – were they a 13-win team or 12-win team? 12-win team. 12 win, going from 12-win team to 12 – I think they were 12, but I, I think it, well, they were the two seed because Pittsburgh decided to lay an egg in Buffalo. Yeah. And they have a tiebreaker. And could they digress to 12-5 and five or 11 and – uh? Six, it's possible. I mean, it's tough to say, but to get back to my main point, Patriots with this team currently constructed can make the playoffs. I think they should make the playoffs. I mean, there's seven teams making the playoffs, and if they don't, it will be 17 games. I will say it right here, right now. If the Patriots don't make the playoffs, it's a huge indictment. Not just on Cam. Like, if they don't make it, Cam is not starting quarterback anymore. I mean, they have to make it for Cam. But if they don't make it, it is an indictment on Bill Belichick for making the decision to go with Cam. Oh, all the I pieces. see what you're doing. What, what, what am I doing? You said Bill would have zero criticism even if they sucked again this year. You said that a couple weeks ago. And I said he will get criticized. And you guys said no, 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 no. But, but, now, but, 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 but. No one expected Bill to literally draft. I mean, not draft, pick up every free agent. So it changed. Okay, what's, can we make a bet? Sure. You said you said if the Patriots still make the playoffs, right? Like mm-hmm. they can be over five hundred and miss the playoffs, right? You'd still be mad. Um, yeah. If they miss the playoffs, you have to buy a Tom Brady T-shirt, like the not the jersey, but the twenty-five thirty-dollar Tom Brady T-shirt, the Buffalo, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hat. Okay. And their Super Bowl rally towel. 
and I don't want and I want you to root for the for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Go Bucks, go! I mean, I root for them in the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm not anti-Bucks. I'm just saying. And Bill trust. I'm saying Bill is still 50-50 of the dynasty. You're saying Brady is a lot more of the dynasty. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving Bill credit, and I do believe we will make the playoffs. I think we're going to be really good. I trust in Bill to make this team good. I'm just saying if it were to come up that the Patriots finish uh, like 9-8 and eight or 10-7, and seven, that it falls on Bill, but a lot on Cam too because the pieces are there. I mean, this, this is the exact formula Patriots do. Get big, two tight ends, get an O-line, defensive line, just getting tough guys. Like, if Brady was the quarterback, this team would be a 13-14 win team, I think. So, is it crazy asking for 11-12 from Cam? I don't think so. Especially with 17 games, not 16 games. But Well, here's the thing, too. Go in. Cam, with the extra game, too, and assuming he doesn't get injured, can improve. I... As much as people crap on Cam, and I do, too, I mean, everybody does, right? Mm-hmm. Even his own campers. To give him the benefit of the doubt for the COVID year and having nobody on the team, right? So I think that's where in the back of people's heads are saying, okay, so like, you know what I mean? Like people can understand that. But literally this is Cam's last shot. Like if he looks just as bad and the Patriots look terrible going into like week six or seven right before Brady comes in or whenever they play him, um that's when you'll have to then start to okay whoever our other guy is we can't we can't play him out here anymore bill will have to understand the fact that he can't have a quarterback that just sucks up to him all the time this roster is very talented now and honestly if they were to play the steelers tomorrow i would take the patriots um and that's another bird we'll get into because i'm pissed off about that team anyway um tanking season no, I wouldn't say tanking season. Nine and eight season. Oh God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to distract you. Continue with your point. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think they're the second best team in the AFC East. And if you had a better quarterback, I would have said you're the first best team. I, I agree. I mean, if the Patriots had Deshaun Watson, and then I don't I, him anymore. I mean He'll be suspended probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably. But I'm saying, aside from his allegations that he's now receiving, if the Patriots had Deshaun Watson, I don't think it's out of the realm to say they are close to being the best team in the AFC if they had Deshaun Watson. Obviously, they don't. They have Cam Newton. So I'm saying they're probably the fourth or fifth best team on paper in the NFL. And it, re- it all depends. Tenth best? Huh? You said 10th best? No, 4th or 5th best in the AFC. It all depends on Cam. I mean, if Cam can be even close to where he was in 2018 or 2015, this team can be really good. I mean, all the pieces are there. Okay, I have to disagree with that statement. But go ahead. And if Cam is like he was last year, then this team will get 9 or 10 wins and he will not be a start in the NFL anymore. Like, this is his last shot. Like you said, this is if he gets the shot. I mean, Patriots are probably still shopping for another quarterback. 
I'm sure like Patriots, no chance to get Deshaun Watson for the pure fact that so many other teams that need a quarterback have so much more to offer, so much better deals to offer. So there's no chance we're getting Deshaun Watson. But if Cam Newton can just be a competent quarterback, I mean, just hitting guys when they're open. Granted, Patriots had a lot of drops last year because Nikhil Harry, Damian Bird sucked. I mean, so the offensive wide receiver court is going to be looking like probably Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver one. You got maybe Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne, two and three. And do we keep Edelman? I have no idea. Edelman is a pure mystery to me. But I don't know. You have weapons. You have weapons, Cam. It's probably one of the most, because just like Brady, Cam is known for not having a lot of weapons, making a lot with a little. That's what Cam's legacy was before him not being very good. So you could probably make the argument, looking back on his past uh, offensive rosters, that this is the best offensive roster he's had with those two tight ends, with competent receivers. So it's all on Cam, but it's also on Belichick for going back to Cam rather than signing someone else. Um, Nikhil Harry. What about him? Uh, what are your thoughts? He is a bust. He So somebody, there was a report last Wednesday Last Tuesday, because I was driving in the car and I heard the report and everyone laughed at it, that people were at the page, inside the Patriots organization, they're trying to hype up Nikhil Harry. Because oh, they're trying to trade him. They're trying to trade him, right? So I guess there was multiple executives who said, it's a good point, blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, just trade the guy for like a 2023, like six round draft pick. I mean, he sucks. So here's your projected receiver chart for the Patriots coming into uh, this season. By who's projecting us? Well, this is on ourlads.com. I've used them a few times. It's actually not a bad. It's a a legit source. Um, They have Nikhil Perry, Nelson Aguilar. Is it Aguilar or Aguilar? Aguilar? That's what I say. Nelson Aguilar. And Edelman. So... I still don't think your receivers are that great. I still think maybe one more receiver move move or, I mean, there are a couple of receivers in the draft too. Like maybe you should just go and get a receiver at number 15. You know what I mean? Uh, That kid from Bama. uh, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of guys out there that you can go and get. I'd say the only weakness of the offense is the receiving core. Yes. And I don't think the Patriots look at receivers as, receivers tight ends are separate i think they just look at it as pass catchers and i think a lot of the nfl just looks at it as pass catchers and you have nelson aguilar who can be a deep threat you got two tight ends that can work the middle if you bring back edelman which i think is very much 50 50 at this point he can work the middle kendrick Bourne can work the middle if you bring back Nikhil harry maybe finally like a second or third cornerback will cover him, so maybe he'll get open. I don't know. I mean, I, and you guys show Jacoby Myers some love. I mean, Jacoby Myers proved himself to be a decent receiver. Well, he's and, got a he's got a good connection with Cam Newton, you know? Yeah, and I think I would give Jacoby Myers reps over Nikhil Harry 
And I don't think that's crazy to think. He was getting reps over Nikhil Harry during the season last year just because he was making plays and Nikhil Harry, once he catches the ball, is going backwards because he doesn't want to get hit. Nikhil Harry is so big. He should be physical. Just like he has the same body type as DK Metcalf, but DK Metcalf is fast and can actually like lower shoulder and hit people. Where uh, Nikhil Harry is just uh, shrugging out of tackles and like falling down right away. That's the difference there. Nikhil Harry doesn't want to get hit and can't make plays. He's not fast enough to make plays. Uh, top to running back real quick. They still, you know, you still have Sony. But Jordan I think Harris. David Harris, Harris is the starter. You know what I mean? Um, but then if James White and just say White and Burkhead go, I say, I think then you'd have to also consider going running backs early. In the draft? Yeah, maybe like two or three. And we also have a – I really forget his name, but he's a Wisconsin guy. He's like 5'6", really short, but he always made plays. Says Rex Burkhead, James White, Sony, Damian Harris – uh, Jacob Johnson and JJ Taylor. JJ Taylor, that's who he is. JJ Taylor made a lot of plays. I mean, I think he can be if you can't get James White back. I think he could be the next little scat back where you play on third down. Whether he's as good as James White or not, probably not. At least at this point, definitely not. Um, I don't think you have to draft a running back in the first three rounds. I think you can get a running back in the fourth round. I do think we'll re-sign Rex Burkhead because I think he's just a perfect fit in the system. I think your top three running backs are going to be Damian Harris, Rex Burkhead, Sonny Michelle, and a little J.J. Taylor. Honestly, it would stink losing James White, but I agree with your point. I think James White is just a perfect fit in Tampa with what they do because I'm not sure if Leonard Fournette is coming back. He's not a diva either, so – he doesn't complain about carries and stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? So that's also yeah. Brady likes that. I think down in Tampa, it's going to be Ronald Jones and James White. I think that's what they go with. But I'm not too concerned about the running back position, especially if you have a good offensive line. You can usually put any half-decent running back and they can get production. I'm just concerned with receivers and a little about the defensive backs just so what are we going to do with Stephon, D- uh, Stephon. with Stephon Gilmore? J.C. Jackson, there's a 10-year ten, out for him, which I'm still not 100% sure what that even means, like a second-round tenure. Like, do we trade him to a team and we get a second-round pick? Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a second-round tenure for him, so I'm, that's what I'm assuming that's what it means. That's uh, where I go. Yeah, I mean, that's just big NFL – free agent talk lingo that I'm not sure about. But why would you want to get if that's the case, why would you want to get rid of JC Jackson? I mean eight picks. Is he the lockdown cornerback one? I don't think so. But I think he's a solid cornerback one that can not completely stop your he can't go one on one against the best wide receivers and just lock him down. Like he can go one on one against the best receivers and maybe have some help and slow him down, and I think that is hard to find in the NFL. I mean, getting a lockdown corner is almost impossible to find. You only have, like, three or four of those. J.C. Jackson's someone that can get the job done, so I don't know why you put a 10-year-old for him. I mean, we have Jalen Millis from uh, Philly. He's a safety cornerback hybrid. 
I think he's going to be probably the replacement for uh, Jason McCourty yep. if uh, he leaves. Um, I think Kyle Duggar is going to replace Patrick Chung for what he did, even though Patrick Chung wasn't here last year, so it's not really replacing him. Mm-hmm. I think the team Can you hear that in the background? I hear a little cheering downstairs, yeah. Yeah, they're watching basketball. Oh. Are they watching March Madness? Uh, Either that or the Celtics. I don't think Celtics. No, no. Are, Celtics are awesome. Yeah, they stink. I yeah, don't even want to talk Celtics. Celtics suck. <laughs> I saw your tweet last night. Yeah, they just stink. And I, I just talked to a Freddie. Quick side point. I said bet Cavs money line. Celtics have no chance. Kemba's out, and they probably just don't even want to be in Cleveland. And Lord and behold, they won. I don't. I just have my friend as proof. I said that, but Celtics stink. Anyways. So that's the Celtics minute brought to you by. <laughs> yes, that Celtics minute brought to you by Anchor. <laughs> but there you go, Celtics fans. You got your Celtics talk. <laughs> yeah, Celtics stink. I mean, Bruins might not even make the playoffs anymore because they've been uh, losing. All of a sudden, the Patriots went from number four to or number three to number one again. <laughs> I know. Just like that, Boston sports stink now, and Patriots take the crown. Uh, Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, right. Just. They won March, and don't you gotta wonder that every Patriots executive in the organization took their stimulus and just threw it in the pot? I mean, probably. I mean, Robert Kraft was uh, like, "Please take my money." Like, Futurama, me take my money. Like, <laughs> Robert Kraft wants nothing to do with his money. He wants to give it to everyone else. What a generous man! I'll tell you this: that Patriots and uh, Bucks game just got a little bit more interesting. It got a lot more. I mean. If we got Jimmy G, then that'd be like the icing on the cake. That's I've, I've been hearing on Boston Sports Radio, like the one possible trade where Cam Newton's not the starting quarterback is the three-way trade between Houston, 49ers, and the Patriots. I mean, what's the incentive for Houston not taking Jimmy G and giving uh, not taking Jimmy G and a bunch of first-round picks and giving Deshaun Watson? I don't know what that incentive is, but that's the only way we get Jimmy G, I think, is if that kind of three-way deal. This is what's frustrating is um, whenever you hear these big names, right, like Garoppolo, Wilson, you know, Deshaun, and then all of a sudden it's, oh, no, from reports, um, they're not, they're not open trading, but it's like, okay, but you're putting out there that you're having talks, but then all of a sudden it's, no, 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 we're not trading. We're not trading him. No. So you're telling me that if someone offered Seattle three straight years of first round picks and a decent player in that trade, they wouldn't take it. I mean, it depends which team. I mean, if Jacksonville was offering that, then I'd probably take it. But if the bears are offering that where their first round pick is. Bears fans are pissed yeah, this like week. Their first round picks the 17th overall. And if you have Russell Wilson, I'm assuming you're getting closer to making the playoffs. So you're never going to have a really good first round pick. I, I saw the memes this week when they broke the news of Andy Dalton signing with them and yeah. said, bears fans, the bears have just gotten the quarterback bears fans, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I mean, poor bears fans. I mean, there's nothing. nothing. Mitchell Trubisky. It's a bad week for them. Nothing is going right for them. And they're not bad enough to where they can tank and get a good player, like really good player in the draft. Like they're gonna be a seven to nine, eight and eight team. Like they have a good enough roster to win games. And Andy Dalton's a good enough quarterback to win some games, but they're not gonna suck. 
and uh, I was gonna say that's a problem. You know what like, I found the other day? What's that? I found um, I found our prop bets for the Super Bowl. Uh, you found them? Yeah, but maybe I threw them away when I saw them. But I laughed. I was like, "Well, we did have the yeah, I threw it away, but we did have the prop bets." All right, so mystery solved there. The long month and a half mystery, or yeah, month and a half. Uh, so I think we talked about this a little bit. At this moment, where do the Patriots stand in the AFC or the AFC East, in your opinion? Um, AFC East too. Um. I mean, I put them over Pittsburgh right now. Um, Safely. I'm still going to go. You know what? I'm going to go. Kansas City won, unfortunately. Buffalo, two. I don't I don't I don't I don't want to rank yet, but I would put the Patriots like between five and ten. That's very that's very two different spots. No, you know what? I go I, all right. If I if I haven't really looked at the, the AFC yet, you know what I mean? But if I had to choose, I'd put them at like six or seven. Fair. I would this this is me assuming Cam will be better year two. Another year in the offense. His shoulder isn't complete crap. And like we have a competent offense with fans of crowd. I'm gonna say we're the first wild card team. So if I say the fifth seed, um, I don't think we're far behind Buffalo, but I don't think the Dolphins are far behind us. So I think it's gonna be a very tightly contested AFC East. The Patriots are built to win tough games, and I think fifth is a safe spot for them at the moment. But if we okay, got so- Jimmy. If we got Jimmy G, I put them third best in the AFC. Uh, okay. So now that I'm like really looking, I'll give you my top five. Uh, Kansas City one, Buffalo two, Indy three, so you're a Carson Wentz believer. Yeah. Why? What has he done to give you faith? I'm going to be completely honest with you, dude. I forgot he was even on the team. So actually, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, fine. You know what? Fine. Yeah, I'd say, all right. On paper, they're top five. I was trying to find a way to say no, but okay. you You got it. Kansas City one, Buffalo two, Baltimore three, maybe Cleveland four. Then I put... New England five. Who's winning that? So, if you're just giving rankings of best. In oh, do so you AFC. want me playoff wise? No, no, no. I mean, who would you have winning the AFC? I'm assuming Colts. You'd have winning the yeah, AFC. So. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yep, Is Jacoby a, Brissett still their backup? No, he went to. Uh, he went somewhere else. I am drawing a blank where he signed. But he's oh, not a Colt anymore. I know that for a fact. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins, yep. Okay. So, oh, there you go. Your next best team in the AFC. I mean, Tua's job's in trouble. Tua's Um. Yep, yeah, I think Patriots are top two in the AFC East. I think they're going to be fighting for that number one spot in the AFC East. I think 
that they're a top five team in the AFC in general. I mean, Chiefs have a lot of still have, even though they got Joe Tooney, they still have a lot of holes to fill in their offensive line. I mean, other than that, they didn't really get better. They're about the same team. Um, and they showed that there's a way to beat them. I mean, Tampa got the formula of how to beat Patrick Mahomes. Like, Patrick Mahomes looked really bad in that game. And I don't trust the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I mean, if you lose to the Patriots last year. Well, I've been saying that since the beginning of last year. But you also have a little bias of being a Steelers fan. Um, no, I go no, I go off of 2019. But I, the AFC is good, but it's not as good as we assume. All right, and, can, I, I see... free agent, can I ask you free agent questions? Sure, sure. Okay. So this is uh, top. This is according to CBS.com. This is their top 10 free agent pickups so far. Okay. Okay. Believe it or not, New England isn't in the top 10. Wait, individual Dak, Prescott, okay. Dak Prescott staying in Dallas was one. Leonard Williams staying in New York was two. Chris Godwin staying in Tampa was three. Brandon Scherf, the guard for football team staying there was four. Trent Williams, five, staying in San Fran. Shaq Barrett, Staying in Tampa was uh, six. Allen Robinson, seven, staying in Chicago. Justin Simmons, staying in Denver, eight. Tyler uh, Motten, Moten, the offensive tackle for Carolina, was nine because they kept the franchise tag on most of these people. And the last one was Joe Tooney going from New England to Kansas City. Then they put Hunter Henry as 11. Joe New Smith as 14. Uh... They're saying Matt Judon was the thirty second, the thirty second best pick. I don't know. Well, and then, so can I? Go ahead. I'm saying if they go off Pro Football Focus for some reason, they hate Matt Judon. They don't think he's very good. So if they're going off <laughs> that, then that's what explains that for Matt Judon. But I said at the top of the show that all these free agent pickups aren't a a plus players. All those players you mentioned. And the top 10, those are A, A-plus, A-minus players. Those are guys that you build your franchise around type players. The guys, the Patriots got, we got a bunch of B, B-plus players. But they have good attitudes. They're invested. Yeah, invested, hardworking type guys that want to be there. I mean, Not I'll have a chip on the shoulder, something to prove. Belichick doesn't go for the superstars at any position. Typically, I mean, this is probably the most close to superstars Belichick's ever signed. But aside from a few in the history of the Patriots, they don't sign big name superstars. And do you think? Go, oh, sorry, go ahead. I thought you were finished. That's okay. And a lot of those people are re, like people that re-signed. So like, obviously, you're gonna re-sign some of the best players you can. So all these people that went on market are partially on market because their former team doesn't think they're worth the money they're paid or they can't afford the money they're paid. And if you're a top 10 player getting signed, top 10 free agent rather, you're probably re-signing because the team wants to make a priority to re-sign you. 
So mm-hmm. that's why I think about that list, but that's just um, top of my head. Um, so do you think Cam, this is one of the questions actually, when I started the show, I wanted to remember asking you, do you think Cam played a big part in any of these? Some of the players coming here? No, but I think I, the only way he played a part was that it showed the Patriots have some sort of plan. I don't think Cam is good enough to where he's like, yo, come here. I'm Cam Newton. Play with me. No. I well, mean, I don't think it was Cam saying I'm Cam Newton. Play with me. Maybe it's the players being like, okay, like I can get along with him. I, he's cool. You know what I mean? Like that's like he, from all uh, the reports last year, he's the ultimate locker room guy. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. loves him in the locker room. Yeah. Uh, I think Cam wasn't something to uh, turn players away. If that's a plus, I mean, them seeing Cam Newton, they're not going to be like, no, I don't want to play with Cam. He stinks. I don't think any of the offensive players said that. And well, I don't think any of the offensive players were good enough to say that. I'll put it that way. <laughs> say that too. But some like Hunter Henry, where uh, before free agency started, he was on record saying he wants to play with a good quarterback. And Boston media went on a frenzy saying, well, was he lying or does he think Cam's good or are Patriots making another <laughs> move? Because all the Boston media thinks Cam sucks. And I mean, he should. I can't argue that he was good last year. He did suck last year. Um, now, was Hunter Henry lying about it? Just uh, saying that to be a good PR move. I mean, it's clear Hunter Henry and Bill Belichick have some good rapport. So I'm sure that played a factor. I think we kind of knew that too after that extended handshake after they killed the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, to answer your question, I don't think Cam was a significant reason why players came here. I think it was the Patriots had the money to offer. Yeah. And no other team. If a team was giving the same offer as the Patriots, I think the allure of the Patriots potentially being good might have won them over. And maybe because a lot of these players are uh, signed with Drew Rosenhaus and Drew Rosenhaus and Belchecker boys. So I'm sure Drew Rosenhaus, if say the Bengals and the Patriots are offering, say, Nelson Aguilar the same amount of money. I think, and I, I okay, let me go with uh, Matt Judon because he is a Rosenhaus player. If the Bengals or just some average team in the Patriots are both offering the same amount of money, then Rosenhaus is going to say, Patriots are better, trust me. And I think that could be the reason, aside from money, like Rosenhaus, Belichick, and maybe just having the plan of a familiar name, Cam Newton being the quarterback, didn't lead them away. Because if Patriots had no quarterback, why would you come here? Like if Jared Stim's your quarterback, it would make me surprised if Kendrick Bourne or Nelson Aguilar don't come here for that reason of not trusting the quarterback. So I'll say Cam didn't have a negative effect on it. I don't know if he had a positive effect. Uh, I agree. Um, I think it's, you know, more like a 90 to no to 10%. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, it's a question that was circulating around. I wanted to get your opinion. Can I give you my opinion on uh, our team in the lovely, uh, uh, very east of Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah, give me the black and yellow. So I haven't heard much about them, if anything. Um, this is, I'll tell you what's been going on. Let's hear it. Juju. What's, what's happened to Juju? I, we need 
the fans need to know juju here's here's my answer nothing <laughs> that what i i didn't have to even say the word nothing that's what's going on they're losing players they're losing bud dupree they're losing these they're losing mike hilton like they're losing good players juju is i guess apparently possibly going to the jets but apparently now the steelers are talking to resign him again um james connor oh god please don't send him back hasn't <laughs> even been a converse oh please do not give us james connor i will crap my pants um Nothing though. And they do it every year. So this is what's frustrating, right? Um, they do it every year. They do it all the time. They don't ever do anything. And they come back with the same smoky team. They have a new offensive coordinator in Matt Canada, but like you brought Ben back. You're probably gonna, here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna draft the receiver. He's gonna look really good in camp. He'll put a, he'll be like the ultimate team guy. You'll have him, whoever he is. You'll have um, Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and then ugh, Eric Ebron. Like I, I say, ugh, because even this week they were on Twitter. And it's like, I mean, like, here's my problem, right? Mm-hmm. Juju had to go out of his way to make a whole goodbye thing to Pittsburgh when no one's even picked him up yet. <laughs> Did you have to get attention to yourself to say, well, uh, I don't know if this is goodbye, but if it is, thank you, Pittsburgh. You always hold a place in my heart. Did he assume that someone was going to sign him and then say no? He, he needs the then, social media quote. Yeah, that, exactly. And that's why when people hear all week, they're like, oh, here comes Juju. I'm like, it, he's not coming here. Juju would hate New England because he no, would not be yeah. allowed to do TikToks. He would not be allowed to make YouTube videos. He would not be allowed to post constantly, right? And I feel like, half the reason why I don't want Juju here is because I feel like that's what he's putting it in. Chase Claypool said that it's okay because Chase Claypool, let's be honest here, is just as guilty as Juju. He just didn't dance on logos. Making jokes that they got eliminated in the first round is TikTok, like me walking in into my house and walking out and seeing the fans upset. <laughs> like, no, like that was a pretty upsetting playoff loss. And you're going to make a joke about it on TikTok to get likes. Like yes. <laughs> it's things like that that piss me off. And then they're gonna draft another receiver. It's the same thing. They'll probably be contenders for winning the division. And then what's gonna happen? Who are they gonna lose to next year? It's nothing. Nothing's going on. And this and I could have told you this last week. The reason why I never even like talked about Steelers free agency. The reason why Ben was talked about so much. I mean, obviously it's Ben Roethlisberger, but that's only the only big move they made, I guess. I mean, are you happy even Big Ben got re-signed? Like, did you well, want at this point, yeah. At this point, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at least he'll give us wins. If they went with Mason Rudolph or some rookie quarterback, I'd be, like, prepared to be under 500 for the first time in my Tomlin's career. So at least Ben gives them a shot at being over 500 right now. My opinion could change in a few weeks, depending on what, what goes on in the draft and maybe some other players, you know, slide over to Pittsburgh and, and, and whatever. Plenty of free – I mean, just watch your Verlone. You have Juju – Kenny Galladay, T.Y. Hilton. There's plenty of big-name free agents still out there. Yeah, right. I don't know. Um, it just doesn't seem to me like Pittsburgh wants to go about this in a different way. As they were proclaiming all offseason, they have to make big changes. And these they got some big names out there, and they did nothing. Are they strapped for cash? I know they, big are, ben, they, they are strapped for cash. Big Ben made a huge uh, unselfish move uh, taking uh, – 
um, some money away. So five million dollar cap loss. Ooh, what a king! <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Oh God! But I was just totally rejected. Wow, it must be this podcast. Um, ladies, if you're listening, I'm single. Um, Sheesh. I know. Tough. It's a single life, man. It sucks. It's not fun. No. It's got its moments where it's fun. Yeah. Maybe it's but, just the school. I don't know. Juju's got uh, his single moments right now, too. I mean, he's a, he's a single bachelor looking for a team. What, who's he going to like? Oh, with? and then, then he's out there on the podcast saying, oh, I boxed AB. <laughs> so gut feeling right now who does juju sign with um i i don't really know if i have one but if i had to say one it'd be the jets okay so and really for the question gut feeling does he come back to the steelers no okay and i think the jets are perfect for him because they're a disorgan they're a disor- he can make all the tiktoks he wants in new york city yeah they oh new york city tiktok instagram parties like that's all him he loves that stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think new york would be okay. perfect for him too oh he'll get away with whatever, whatever he wants playing in a new stadium and all that stuff i'm surprised he hasn't even taken a deal yet um because his endorsements would go off the roof that's true. um but gut feeling no i don't think they bring him back they never do like you it was it was hard enough to bring back you know sanders and it was hard enough to pay if you couldn't pay Le'Veon Bell, and I get he was a lot more money, but if you couldn't even have tried to, why 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 try to do? And then on top, that's the other thing too. Bell's gonna be cheap. I have a feeling that Bell might go back to Pittsburgh. Small feeling. He liked a he liked a tweet on uh, Twitter. <laughs> a fan tweeted him and said, "Please come back to Pittsburgh. We love and miss you." And he liked it. So that was some. I will, Bell's also I will buy up. a Lev Bell shirt again if he comes back. The instant he comes back. I've always loved him. Always. I know. And he's also very washed up. Like, he's not going to be the same Lev Bell as he was leaving. Oh, I know. Spring. It would just be great to have him back. That's our hearing his rap songs. Talking about oh, my gosh. Again. It'd be great. Then maybe, because I'm actually going to be, like, 21 out there, I can find him at a bar. There you go. <laughs> <So that's funny. laughs> I would but, do an interview with him. I'd probably do a drunk interview with him and play it on the show. Mm, like i'm here with lady on bell i'm sure he'd sit down and have a great interview with you for the podcast at a at a nightclub because i'm sure oh yeah he wants like, to be with a college student go do an interview with the, the next one podcast exactly all right so steelers not in good water patriots kind of good water but not good quarterback let me ask you one last question and this is my uh, deshaun watson question as we wrap up the show here where is Deshaun Watson going to end up, in your Houston. opinion? You think he's going to stay in Houston? Yeah, because now he's got to worry about these reports now. Houston's got to be the last thing on his mind right now. Um, unless a blockbuster trade happens, I think Houston. I've, you know, They don't want him to go, and I think it's going to lead to a holdout. He's not going to show up, and I think it's going to come down to that. I think he's going to be in Houston a lot longer than people anticipate. I think Houston's not like Houston's going to be stubborn, not trade him. And I'm sure the civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson are probably going to prevent teams from wanting to get him until that's settled. Well, this is what made me upset about it. Right. Like I hate hearing news about that. Um, And 
the first thing people say is, oh, it's a stunt from Houston. Okay, so Houston people wanted to put this on him so he had to stay in Houston. How is that going to even help a problem? The guy literally has all power to just not show up. I mean, yeah, it's his prerogative. I mean, Why would you even go that road to do that? That's so low. So I have no sympathy for Sean Watson only because he signed the dotted line. He signed the contract. I mean, all these guys were still like Bill O'Brien obviously was still the head coach, but everyone knew Bill O'Brien was on the hot seat and possibly on his way out. I mean, Jack Easterby was still there. The owner was still there. I don't know his name. I just know Jack Easterby because he's the hot name for Houston and he's known. Now you have the Patriots guy. Rasputin. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Nick Casario. Nick Casario. But he's not important because Bill Belichick made all the moves. Nick Casario is probably just watching Bill do it. But I think they're going to be really stubborn. It's going to be a combination of them being really stubborn, not training him. The civil lawsuits is going to prevent teams from really wanting to get too in-depth talking about Deshaun Watson until that's fixed. And also, I feel no sympathy for Deshaun Watson because he signed the contract. He's making the money no matter what. He made the choice to play in Houston again. I mean, he just signed it last year. It's not like he signed it like two or three years ago. He signed it last right. year, last mm-hmm. offseason, and he put them, himself in the situation. Well, I'm going to piggyback that. Besides, Even besides the sexual stuff, I, I want these players – to like learn that just because you're not happy with what you're doing, you can't just like leave, like get up and leave. Like that's, that's like you being at your job or me being at school. Right. I can't just leave my university because I want to leave my university. You know what I mean? You can't just get up. You can't just look at work. I mean, I guess you could, you can't just <laughs> go to work every day and be like, I don't want to show up here. Bring me to another place. Bring so me to the, your other place. That brings up an interesting point to finish on. And that is that this is that, that the NBA is that way where you're talking about where if an NBA player doesn't want to play James Harden, for example, Kyrie Irving, for example, you can just stop showing up to work. You can get fat and not try <laughs> and you can get exactly what you want. That is what the NBA has become. It's all the players have the power in the NBA owners are at the will of the players. It's a player's league. And Deshaun Watson is basically testing those waters to see if the NFL will change in that direction. And the owners of Houston. AB tried doing it, but he did it in a bad way. Yeah. He was probably less successful doing it. And it probably, I guess winning a Super Bowl kind of worked out for him, but like missing so many games. Yeah. Missing so many paydays, all that kind of stuff didn't work out for him. But Deshaun Watson's basically testing to see if he can basically get away with turning the NFL into the NBA where the players have all the power and whatever the player wants, the owners have to do. And mm-hmm. I think the Houston could be trying to just make a point saying you don't have the power. We, you signed the dotted line. We are in control of your NFL rights for the next six years and they can do whatever they want. They're not going to feel pressured by a player to do that. And that's what it could be. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is because I think NFL owners and GMs are really petty that way. So it's, it's really a battle struggle. And I think why do I feel like the Patriots do want him? They don't or do? Why do I feel like they do? Oh, they have, why wouldn't they want him? It's just we can't afford him. <laughs> I mean, we, can, <laughs> we can afford his contract, but 
he's going. Someone's been making memes, putting him in a Steelers outfit. Yes, I'm sure it's you. <laughs> it's you should, yeah. Like you'd have to pay four first round picks for Deshaun Watson, and if the Patriots got Deshaun Watson, those first round picks are going to be mid to late twenties. I mean, it's not going to be worth it. You're you're going to want to trade Deshaun Watson to a crappy team where you can get some actual return. On well, now I think teams are going to be afraid because of everything that's going on right now. No, I, I don't think he's like. I agree with you. I don't think he's. I don't agree with you that he's going to stay in Houston. But I agree with you the fact that he, I think come uh, June, July, I think he's still going to be Texan. I don't think anything. I think, and I think he'll just hold out. I think that's it's just going to come down to that. And I, I think he he will hold out August, September. I don't think he'll play. I don't think he'll show up to practices. Basically, his life sucks right now. <laughs> he's not a happy guy. He's not a happy guy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if his life sucks. I mean, so suits he probably brought that upon himself if he's found guilty so i can't feel bad from there um but yeah it's he wants out he's doing the nba player route of demanding a trade and for him houston wise i don't blame because houston seems like a total dumpster fire and oh yeah for that case i i feel bad for him a little but he signed the dotted line this place wasn't a dumpster fire just when it did become a dumpster fire in one year, it was a dumpster fire for years on years, building and building. And if he didn't have the self-awareness to notice that, then I question him as a, a player. And I'm just a He's trying being. to say that JJ Watt never went up to him and said, I want out until. I mean, JJ Watt the... wanted, like, J, if JJ Watt wants out, that should have been a telltale sign. Yeah, 100%. JJ Watt said, F this, I'm out. Your organization blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just think about like two years ago like Houston had everything they had that Houston Astros crushing it Houston Rockets crushing it Houston Texans crushing it and now look at Houston how they have fallen oh they're oh, how the tables have turned yeah poor Houston I mean oh, no it's not poor Houston I hate the state of Texas <laughs> <laughs> no I'm happy any Dallas team that sucks, give it to me. Any Houston team that sucks, give it to me. Any college sport in Texas that sucks, give it to me. I hate every sports team in Texas. Damn. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. I don't like Texas. I don't. I don't like it. We did a cross-country road trip a year ago, literally right now. And um, the speed limit in Texas is a high of 85. So my brother was going 102. <laughs> <laughs> he totally took advantage of it. Yeah. Going 100. So that's like going 72 here. Say 55 is the max on the highway here. No. It's like going 72 here. You won't get penalized. But because they, they this is why they do it. And I'm telling you, this is why they do it. They post it at 85 so people can go 100. And going 100 is illegal. Like the court date. Mm. So, they, so they pulled my brother over and they tried to tell him that he had to fly back fly back down to texas for his court date my brother completely <laughs> clear record like the nicest kid was shitting his pants in the car and then he had to do a virtual court date <laughs> yeah, i'm sure the police officer is trying to scare him a little but yeah and they pull you over on the right side of the car so the passenger so she came over to my side i'm like oh no <laughs> yeah texas not even texas the, the south is crazy but i mean if it's you're from the you love it and also like it's seen that. Did you have the Massachusetts license plate? No, he had a Cali license plate because he got the car out there for his internship. 
So even Cali Lyson's play, like a guy from Texas, he's, oh, you from California? And he's like, no, we're from, from Massachusetts. Si- you're from it's the like, coast? Oh, you're from Massachusetts now. Ah, oh, you going to jail. You going to jail, <laughs> boy. But, yeah. So Texas is not having a good time with Deshaun Watson. You know, I, th- I think we're going to hear the story for a long time into the spring and summer. Here come the Cowboy fans. We got Dak, Super Bowl and Bucks. <laughs> That's that's for another time because it's just crazy Dallas fans. But if you have, do you have anything else to add before we uh, wrap up the show here? I think we hit everything. I, I think we did pretty good. I mean, I'm excited for Patriots. Pittsburgh is still in the waiting, and Deshaun Watson. Uh, we're gonna hear about this for a long time, I think. And Tampa Bay is winning the Super Bowl again. Tampa Bay is going back to back. <laughs> I'm rooting for in LA, Bill. If it's Bill versus Brady, oh. Super Bowl 2022, like that's getting juggernaut ratings. Oh my God. In LA, full stadium. In LA, like people are going to be creaming their jeans. What would you do in two weeks? Two weeks. I would first, I'd be flexing that we we're back. We're back to the Super Bowl. We have one off year. We're back. Look how easy. We don't need is. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. But if it was, if that was the Super Bowl, like whichever broadcasting company owns the rights to that Super Bowl is going to be creaming their pants. Oh my goodness. That's going to be the highest rated Super Bowl. Like the most talked about Super Bowl. Bill versus Brady is probably the most talked about topic in sports, at least American sports. I can't speak for international, but it would be insane. I would love it. It would be the it highest would, rated Super Bowl of all time. Like I would, we would have this what podcast. for? Obviously, Patriots, but like, I think people would root. No, not Patriot fans. I think the country would root for Brady. Oh, uh, yeah, because they don't probably. want the Patriots to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they root for Brady too because I think Brady's just more likable than Bill. But the networks would be rooting for Bill because the networks like Bill over Brady. Oh, especially. yeah, we'll ask the networks if we can do a live broadcast. Yeah. Like, if that was the Super Bowl, we would be podcasting for three hours a day, every day, because <laughs> it would just be so fun to talk about. Oh, we should we should try to get credits. <laughs> let's get uh, media credits and get invented to the Super oh Bowl. Let's, let's try it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, this has been the 67th edition of the Next One Podcast. I'm Ryan Two weeks Conley. away. <laughs> yes. To the infamous Gronk number, his favorite number. But I'm Ryan Conley along with Tom Croco. And until the next one, thank you for listening. And uh Patriots back question mark. Uh back on. <laughs> Super Bowl back on if Cam's shoulder stays together. Or forget Jimmy G. Steelers off. Jimmy G versus Brady in the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's where I turn off. <laughs> <laughs>